So we're um, really uh, um, highlighting, developing our sensitivity here uh, and becoming sensitive to things that we um, take for granted, don't uh, yeah, easily dismiss. We have this tendency to dismiss uh, a lot of reality as we live. Huh? We get obsessed on little aspects of reality. Usually they're conceptual, story-told thoughts. And uh, the rest of what's happening we dismiss as in, unimportant. And that's partly what we're going to be fighting against uh, during the retreat here, this uh, conditioning to dismiss reality, to uh, judge it as unimportant. And so we're sitting here, the breath, the breath, boring, you know. Oh, your eyes are opening, you're seeing again. So what? Mm-hmm. Oh, hearing is happening. Mm-hmm. But here we're becoming sensitive. Hearing is happening, and one, one day it will not. It's, a, it's an ephemeral event, event, hearing, seeing, mobility, standing, moving around. These happen, you know, and then they don't happen anymore. You know? And so here we're becoming aware of them to highlight the preciousness of what's happening. There's actually consciousness, there's life happening, we're sensitive, we take this for granted. But here we become interested, oh, what is it like to be sensitive? You know, like, yeah, but I want to know about next week. No, there's sensitivity here and now. What is it, what, what's, what's, what's that, being conscious? I don't care. I care about, you know. Well, there's this thing that is happening now where one is being touched. Huh? Something is being touched by cold and hardness and softness and beauty or whatever else. Pleasantness, unpleasantness. And so here we slow down and we start noticing this ha- as it's happening in real time, live. Look at this. And so one very uh, important aspect of what we're doing here, we call this right view, wise understanding, is that what we're doing, what we're exploring here, we could easily perceive it as highly personal. It's all about moi, about me. A wise understanding of this practice is that we're studying here humanity, human nature, and so it's, it might be important to name it early on, because that's what we're going to discover later. And that's going to help us uh, move out of our uh, kind of um, isolation, our really uh, perturbating and uh, suffering isolation. And so when we sit here, when we walk, like we're going to do in a few minutes, yeah, it's happening to me. That's definitely a valid version of uh, what's <coughs> happening. But another one is uh, that we're discovering, discovering human nature. So as I'm sitting here, I'm discovering what it is to be sensitive to cold, to warm, to ease, to unease. What it is to be sensitive to desire, shame, uh, anticipation, worry, calm, gratitude, <coughs> kindness. And so these are part of human nature. They're not so personal. We tend to make them very, very personal and we suffer a lot from that. But actually, they've been around before us and they will be around after us. 
And so we're discovering this. So this is our link to humanity here. We're re-entering humanity when we thought we were on the side or had fallen off the net <laughs> or, or were apart from. We're discovering that not, not at all. We are in the heart of humanity here. And so breathing is a human experience. It's not your experience. It, it happens to uh, human beings. And so is uh, one thing's things to be otherwise is a very very common human experience and so here we come to the to the, these aspects of reality from a, the universal angle uh, wanting to uh, for the bell to be uh, uh, to ring and the bell not ringing being separated a little bit from what we want <gasps> such a human experience Habitually, it would lead to distress. And here, on the path we're on, it's amazing. It's a revolution. Being separated from what we want, instead of leading to distress, has the potential to lead to tenderness. So that's the path we're exploring here. How can not having what I want uh, make the heart shine? How could not having what I want bring tenderness? This is a kind of alchemy. It's absolutely doable, absolutely not easy, but totally doable. And so here we have the time to actually do this. This is called noble work. The wise ones say there's not a better use that you can do of your life or your time than do this. So it's worth considering. I think that the most wise people would say this is a really, really important use of time in life. And so here there's the schedule where we follow, you know, we sit, and we don't sit the time exactly we want, we sit the time that is on the schedule. It's a little bit symbolic, like life, you know. We would like life to go only as we want, you know, a series of things either comfortable, safe, or pleasant. And life doesn't exactly go as we want. And so the schedule is a little bit of a representation of this. It's not exactly perfect as we would want it. Like life, a little bancal uh, in French, a little, uh, little uh, crooked in terms of what a human being would want. You know? Human beings being sensitive to... Uh, to what is beautiful and pleasant and comfortable, you would think they should have a life that is pleasant, comfortable. <laughs> but apparently it doesn't work exactly like this. And so here we take the schedule and we learn how we can uh, meet it the way it is. And so uh, now there's going to be the walking. And the walking... Uh, the, now, these are the classic instructions for walking. Yesterday we started uh, a little bit more open, less instructions. I'm going to give you the classic instructions. And I, of course, I'd like you to do them. Because if you do something else, then you might have a different result. <laughs> you know? And, uh, and uh, yeah, so here are the instructions. Uh, many of you know them. It's quite simple. Either inside here, there's not much uh, space inside, it's, it's going to happen, I think, outside. 
Um, you find the little path that's going to be yours for that walking period. So it's about 10, 15, 20 pace. Just a few, uh, let's say for me it would be, I would say, oh, up to the tree there, which is the common. And I would say this, this is my little path for, path for the next uh, 45 minutes or 30 minutes. And the practice is to be there uh, as I walk uh, at my own pace back and forth. And notice how the mind escapes in its habits of wanting to be otherwise, of that comparing, of uh, dismissing, of uh, forgetting, or obsessing. And, and waking up again. And so the advantage of uh, walking back and forth is that if I go, I, I go for a walk, uh, maybe I'll get lost in my thoughts and nothing's going to indicate to me that I'm lost. <laughs> but as I walk back and forth, when I reach the end of the path, I can actually wake up. What happened here? Was I present or not? And so maybe I start by just standing and discovering this. So we're refining our attention. We're used to some kinds of stimulation. A lot of it is thoughts and ideas about stuff. And here we're, we're becoming aware of just standing. It's unusual for us. It might be uncomfortable. But I know I'm standing. You know? Standing. What's the experience of standing? Oh. And sometimes you'll see the door opens to pretty easily to uh, something extremely beautiful and simple, a beautiful state of mind, which is called contentment. Just when I thought that I needed this person to do that, and that person to see me in this way, and this institution to this, and uh, I had all these beliefs that I needed all this, suddenly just standing becomes plenty. Standing. How amazing. Just this, I'm freed, maybe momentarily, because I haven't built that uh, capacity to stay there yet, but maybe for a few moments, and to me, that's called an insight, Vipassana, that's what we're doing, a deeper understanding of life, that just standing here and becoming aware of standing, maybe I notice that all the rest was made up. Thank you, Louise Bourgeois. Thank you, the Buddha. <laughs> I just discovered, it was made, made up. I was totally hooked into a bunch of stories, and I'm just standing here, listening to the leaves, and everything weirdly seems fine. Oh. And maybe I'll slowly have a choice. Oh, do I go back to my faithfulness to the belief that I should be further along? You know, do you see what I mean? We're, uh, it's like, uh, you know, we're fighting with uh, dragons until we discover that they don't actually exist. <coughs> Don't believe me. Please, and stay faithful if you want <laughs> to the stories. But in this simple practice, we just notice we stand. Maybe notice we see. Maybe notice we see beauty if it is it's received like this. The effect of a sight on heart, and then just a few steps, stepping, stepping. Hands could be here. Could be here. And just stepping. And for me, right now, I'm discovering that I'm wearing socks. I was not aware of this Now I'm feeling uh, standing and turning. And discovering another part of reality as I turn. 
And so slowly becoming more sensitive. And you see the mind will say, but why? Why do you do this? You know? I want to do doing Qigong. Is it? <laughs> so it's another fake news. Qigong is really good. But <laughs> now we're walking. And then you know you'll be there, and then you say, oh, this person walks over there. It's a better place. I should have gone there. Fake news. Made up story. I'm here, committing to here, to this here, what's happening here. And then just doing a few steps. And so the practice is extremely simple, like this, back and forth for a few minutes. No challenge, in a way. And you'll see. Heroism is going to be needed. Because... You know, our mental health is is not at its utmost point, so (laughs) we're going to create troubles with walking back and forth for a few minutes. I don't want to walk back and forth. I refuse. (laughs) You know, and we'll see. It's all going to be mind-made. And it will seem really, really important and true. and, and, uh, And we'll learn here to make space for it, maybe smile at it, have tenderness for the mind that creates a lot of trouble for itself. And it's not personal, it's not me creating trouble for myself, it's what human minds do when they haven't been trained. It's natural they would do that. Questions? And at some point, a bell will ring, and then we'll wonder, what should I do next? You know? If you were standing, then you go. If you were walking, you go sit. If you were sitting, you go walk. <laughs> That's pretty simple. <laughs> All right. And so, resetting the intention for simplicity—it's really hard and very simple. You know, the mind makes a whole story. But thank you, honey. Thanks, my love. What's happening now? Stepping, stepping. If stepping is uh, too demanding for your body, it could be, <coughs> uh, uh, the spirit of time, then it's fine for me. You could st- stand or sit somewhere for a few minutes and just be there, outside, aware. Uh, all right? Let's try this. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>